There is only one question that matters. Do you swear on your life that what you say is true? My father told me my life would be blessed with good fortune. I'm married. I was a good wife. And then was judged and shamed by my country. Hi, Mark. How's it going? I'm good. Uh, thank you for having me today, Lindsay, on this segment of Moving Radio. And, uh, you know, it's fall season, and that means that there's a lot of uh, Academy Oscar bait out there. And I know the movie we're going to talk about today, I think it had high hopes of being within the realm of the Oscar sphere, but um, you weren't so happy with it. And maybe you could give a bit of context and how this conversation evolved today. So yeah, thanks for joining me here on, on our lovely moving radio. I, uh, I see every film that comes out in Alberta. And so recently I was subjected to, but paid for, uh, to watch The Last Duel, the new Ridley Scott film, starring Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Adam Driver and Jodie Cormer, and I hated it. I hated it very much. I found it a painful experience and not quite in a hilariously bad way, but some parts of it were hilariously bad. I kind of wanted to, I wanted to have a bit of a debate about it and see what other people thought, because I think this movie is not Oscar fodder. I think this is a terrible choice for the Oscars, if it comes down to that. And uh, I just don't personally think that in 2021, in the middle of all the things that we are in the middle of right now, COVID and even like the Me Too movement is still going on and stuff. I don't know if we need a film that tells you three conflicting stories about sexual assault. Excellent jump off, Lindsay. So I think too, I think context is everything for our listeners. And uh, this is one of an example when social media can be a good thing was actually Lindsay wrote on her Facebook site. She said, I hated the last duel. Uh, fight me. And yep. so when I saw the post, I reached out to Lindsay and I said, Lindsay, I think this would be an interesting conversation for moving radio. Yeah. And I hadn't seen the film yet. And um, I was quite excited for it, actually, when I heard about the film, because, you know, you look at Ridley Scott and um where he kind of sits in, you know, the historical realm of directors. And, you know, I'm a fan of Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. And then obviously they're using kind of the Akira Kurosawa, Rashomon style film. And, you know, the other thing too is, Lindsay, and I don't put a lot of stock into this. I, I don't think you ever should, but uh, it is it is interesting to note that the film somewhat has a pretty good rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Now, that I mean, that doesn't give it validity by any standards, but it was just all these elements that I was really excited about. And so when you posted this, I was like, you know what, Lindsay, like, let's do this. Like, let's talk <laughs> about the film. And so I saw the film on Wednesday night. And let's also note that uh, the movie is a box office bomb. I think it has like a hundred million dollar budget and it's only made about 15 million. Wow. I go into this movie with, with high hopes. And you know what? Lindsay, I, I agree with your sentiment, actually. I, I felt 
this film was, it was, I didn't feel it was lacking, but I, I think, I think you said it probably the best, you know, do we really need a film like this? And I think you also said it quite well too. Uh, Hollywood's always kind of behind uh, where it should be. And it's obviously in response to the Me Too movement. And I also like to look at um, a couple other films that have come out in response to Me Too movement. And uh, uh, there was the On the Record. Did you get a chance to see that? That was the um, film about Russell Simmons and kind of uh, what occurred during his rise to the top as a Def Jam executive. Were you able to see that film? No, I haven't seen that. That sounds interesting. And then there was obviously as well uh, Bombshell. Did you, were you able to see that film? I did see that, yeah. Yeah. And I look at all three films, which were kind of uh, in correlation with the Me Too movement. And I think all three, you know, they have different points of view and, and I think they all have merit and stuff like that. But I don't know, like it's, I think you said it, like, you know, Hollywood's trying to tackle this subject. Are they failing or is it that people don't want to hear the story or what direction do they need to do and and you know, in response to uh, having this discussion. So I'm curious to know more of your thoughts. Well, let's just back up a second and let people know what The Last Duel is. Yeah, even better. Yeah, so it's the new release, Scott film, like I mentioned, uh, but it's based on the true story of the last uh, legally sanctioned duel in France, uh, which occurred because of a sexual assault. Um, And at the time in France, sexual assault obviously was not a crime. The crime was like a property crime against the husband. So the last will takes up this challenge of presenting three different points of views about the same event. And I just don't think we need that, especially especially when when the perspectives are written, uh, like the script was, was written by Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. I just, that makes me cringe. I think that they're fine occasionally in their own right. I prefer Damon over Affleck hugely, but I just don't think that these Boston bros are the people that should be writing this film. I do appreciate that Nicole Holofsner wrote the third portion of the film, which is the, the woman's perspective, uh, which is portrayed by Jodie Cormer. And, and Jodie Cormer does a very good job. Like that's the one thing in this film that she, she does well because she has to play it three different ways. But I just don't think that in 2021, we need to hear from rapists about whether or not they think it's rape. That's pro- really problematic to me, huge, like hugely problematic to me. Um, obviously it depends how the film goes about that. But in this film, they really give everybody their own, you know, 15 minutes to tell their story. It's longer than 15 minutes, but, you know, they give them their time to, to tell their side of the story. It just did not work for me. And it was uncomfortable for me. And I just felt gross. <laughs> I felt really gross. It did feel uncomfortable. And I think, you know, you look back at a movie, actually, I didn't get a chance to revisit it. I wanted to watch it before we had this conversation, but I wanted to revisit uh, Jodie Foster's The Accused. You know, I think that is an example where, uh, and I don't want to say that a movie can work that involves rape, because I don't know if movies ever really work, you know, when they involve such a serious subject matter. But at least it's telling, obviously, more uh, from the female's perspective, as opposed to, as you're saying, it just feels that there's more 
there's more a male voice dominated in this discussion than there should be in the last yeah. duel. And, and the accused, I think, uh, is is able to obviously navigate it a bit more better from the female protagonist's point of view. And and I think you're right. Like, I I'm, I wonder too if a movie like this could ever be made because you need people like you know Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, which is wrong, right? Because you. Yeah. You'd prefer that they aren't the impetus for a movie to like, to, like this, because uh, I mean, it costed a hundred million to make, but um, it's just it, it it hit all the wrong cylinders. Yeah, and I think I think its intentions were there, but it just still hit all the wrong cylinders. And as you said, it, it felt uncomfortable at times. There's no doubt about it. You know, it's interesting you bring up the accused because um, I've seen it a few times, and I I saw it within the last year. And that film definitely does focus a lot more on the trauma and the horrors of sexual assault. However, again, we have a man, a white man, making a film about how sexual assault impacts women. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if you recall this, but when we finally, and I don't know why we actually need to see it, but when we finally actually see the act happen in The Accused, it is because one guy decided to tell the truth. So we see his perspective, not hers. Absolutely. I, I wonder too, is there, you know, and we look at all these forms of art, like The Accused, The Last Duel, uh, Bombshell, and On the Record. Is there ever a world where I think this type of story is the type of movie where it's water cooler talk? Like, are we ever going to be in a world where someone's going to say, oh, you need to see this movie? You know, because I believe art should should always come from, you know, an authentic place, but are these type of movies more destined to obviously just stories that need to be told versus measuring it against kind of uh, the water cooler talk and saying you need to see this film? Oh, I think we're off. I think we're pretty, pretty far off from water cooler talk, but it's because of the subject matter. Right. Um, And I think that if a film does come around that presents this subject matter in, I don't know what, what that will look like, but in a more appropriate manner, maybe uh, depending on how mainstream it also is but another really great film about sexual assault that came out recently was was promising young woman which has no assaults in it and dodges a lot of a lot of violence like it it's very dodgy it kind of skirts around but plays with and that is a film that I think could spark a lot of conversation, which I don't feel that The Last Duel is accomplishing. No, you're right. And, and actually, uh, Promising Young Woman, I mean, it had so many different elements that it incorporated. I mean, it was certainly a, a, a well put together film. Uh, and I, and I, if I recall, it was a female director behind the lens, was it, was. it not? Yes, it was. Yeah. You know, I don't know how much more we can dig into this conversation. Do you think the film would have been more successful if they had just removed the Ben Affleck and Matt Damon and and just told it from uh, the Jodie uh, Comer's point of view? Is that, I mean, obviously this is after the fact, but obviously I thought that was the most authentic and most compelling point of view. And, and it was probably what held me the most during the movie if they had just told it from her point of view to begin with. So my feelings on that are if we dispensed completely with Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, like made them go completely away and recast those roles more appropriately. And I will side side mention their facial hair and hair situation <laughs> beyond horrifying to look at for two hours. Um, yeah, Jodie Cormer is the best part of the film. The no- Nicole Holofsner portion of the script is the best part of the 
film and I would also disp- I would also get rid of Ridley Scott. I would find a new director, I would recast it, I would rewrite it, I would focus only on Marguerite's story. I would put Ridley Scott obviously he's done two movies where I think they were kind of part of um certainly having female actresses come more to the forefront of the films like obviously Aliens with with Sigourney Weaver and Thelma and Louise. So I it was interesting that he would t- tackle this subject matter uh, in 2021 but but you're right like I, I don't know maybe you know it, he was able to deliver on those movies 30 years ago but I think in the world we live in now you know there needs to be a better hire for our for director yeah I, I agree and I, I think also like just the fact of how this final last legal duel occurred is it is a very interesting story it, it's not the story's fault there is a gnarly action scene to it and and there is there's some interesting editing choices and I thought the music was really good, but I think we could probably put this movie to rest and say, you know, it, it just wasn't well done from, from many different facets of filmmaking. I agree. <laughs> I totally agree. <laughs> so I thought, I, you know, I was looking for a very contentious conversation, Lindsay, but I think your sentiment on your social media post uh, was, was very on point, on point and uh, very telling. Well, I think most people just have also just not seen this film, and I'm kind of surprised that it's still playing after a month. I guess we could probably end the conversation. If you are going to see a film, you would probably recommend uh, Promising Young Woman then. Absolutely, and I believe it is on Crave now. For sure. So I don't know if this was exactly the uh, contentious conversation that we were hoping, but uh, I appreciate, uh, Lindsay, that you... uh, we're open to having this conversation. And uh, and like I said, I, I totally agree with everything you had to say about the film. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> and thanks for joining me. 